Hello and welcome in to Colby Sapp's Mystery Shotgun. I am your host, Colby Sapp, and I would normally have a joke right now about who other, what other fictional character could be the host of the Mystery Shotgun, but I'm not even going to get through that. I spent enough time just describing what I normally do in that spot. We've got a lot of shit to get into, and we need to get into it right now. Um, let's go ahead and start off with the DCEU. The Zack Snyder's Justice League is... Um, it has some more announcements to give us some more possible candy for us to chew on while we're waiting on the HBO Max release next year that's happening with it. Uh, we did receive word that Jared Leto's Joker is going to be in Zack Snyder's Justice League. Um, that's uh, I don't know if you felt the way I did about Jared Leto's Joker, but uh, I, I didn't like his Joker, and it wasn't because of the... Uh, tattoos and everything else and and the modernization of the Joker character that I wasn't fond of really it boils down to the laugh I couldn't stand it the moment I saw it on the trailer I I, I couldn't stand it because if you remember the trailer he's like he's uh, for Suicide Squad he's he's laying down in, on like this sandy area with a whole bunch of knives just encircling him and his laugh comes out of ah, 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 which sounded like your Uncle Joe when he's had too much to drink and he's behind the house and you hear that echoing around. There was there was no kind of it didn't scare me. It didn't fill me with any other emotion other than gross. I, that's that's not good. And I don't like it at all. But he is going to be into Zack Snyder's Justice League, which really and truly kind of makes sense. I remember I was watching Justice League and I was sitting in the theater and a couple of times that uh, Eisenberg's uh, Luther would start saying something that seemed like a little bit out of character for what they were trying to make the internet mogul um, off the wall, you know, real, just, you know, crazy, stupid, whatever, but smart guy. He had some lines in there that didn't make sense with his character. Like, he was almost trying to make a joke, but it not really a joke. Um, I thought maybe those might have been lines for a Joker-style character. And so maybe that was true, and maybe they just had that. And that did add to more of the confusion that was, who the hell is this Lex Luthor, and what is he doing? Maybe by taking that out, we may see a better version of Lex, even though still, it's still not... I. I don't think it's going to be good as far as his version of Lex Luthor. And maybe it's just my personal bias of not liking him as the character. And maybe I'll never see it even as good. By the way, um, Ray Fisher, Ben Affleck, and Amber Heard have all been pulled back by Zack Snyder to uh, shoot some more scenes. So there will be some more added scenes for Batman and also Amber Heard. And then, of course, Ray Fisher, Cyborg. Um, by the way, Ray Fisher, in case you didn't know, he was having a little trouble with, uh, well, Joss Whedon, um, Jeff Johns, and I believe John Berg of the DCEU. Jeff Johns uh, was or still is or maybe he's gone. Um, he was like the Kevin Feige of the DCEU, which is Kevin Feige's like over everything Marvel in the MCU pretty much. Um they were handing that off to Jeff Johns. And he's, by the way, he's the one of those Jeff Johns that spells his name G 
G-E-O-F-F, which every time I see it, I just think Geoff, because that's that's what you're spelling. There's I can't get Jeff out of that. Sorry, I know there's probably people out there who's like, hey, that's my name. It's spelt like that. I just, I, it's not Jeff. You're Geoff. Just get used to it. So anyway, he had trouble, Ray Fisher did, with uh, how Joss was cutting out a lot of his character now um, in the movies. And remember, Zack Snyder said that uh, Ray Fisher's cyborg was going to be the heartbeat of the Justice League. And it looks like basically everything that was going to be the heart of the movie was cut out of it by Joss Whedon. And uh, so what happened was is Ray Fisher didn't really seem to be excited about it, didn't like how he was being treated, uh, thought that he wasn't also having his questions answered in a very polite or even business-like manner um, by Joss. And so he went to, to Jeff Johns and said, hey, I don't like this. This isn't what you know I signed up for. And Jeff was like, hey, we'll deal with it. We've got to get this thing. They were under a lot of pressure from the big wigs up in uh, Warner Brothers in order to be able to get this thing done. And the pressure basically made the movie that we have now that's called Justice League uh, without Cyborg being in it very much. And so Ray Fisher's Cyborg will be a lot of what's going on with, uh, just, with the Justice League, with now the four-part miniseries. And a little side note, Ray Fisher and his camp may have actually won because Jeff Johns and John Berg will no longer receive credit as producers of this film on Zack Snyder's release. Their names will be nowhere near it. I don't know if it's their, them saying we don't want it on there or if it's Zack saying that he doesn't want it on there, um, but... They have parted ways, and they will not get credit for any of the things that they were producers over uh, that the film that actually hits to the series. So this could be a sign if the Zack Snyder Justice League is something that, that takes off. It could be a sign that um, maybe Jeff Johns is on his way out, which might be a good thing. Probably is. Probably is. Also in the DCEU, I needed to get to uh, what's happening also on HBO Max. Uh, Green Lantern Corps, as confirmed, it will be a part of HBO Max. It will be a series. It's going to be a Green Lantern series. It's basically covering um, a long generation or multiple generations of Green Lanterns and the evolution of the Green Lantern Corps and all that. Um, So far confirmed who's going to be, as far as the Green Lantern actual individuals that are going to be in the series, we get Alan Scott. He's your first and ever Green Lantern that's ever appeared on a, a comic book uh, panel, is Alan Scott. Jessica Cruz, Simon Baz, Guy Gardner, who's um, part alien, uh, but never really sees his alien powers to fruition. He also has a bowl cut and likes to wear a... Uh, a leather jacket with zippers. Uh, and Kilowog, one of my favorites. One of my favorites. Just giant, muscled-up, bulldog-looking hog feller that's a Green Lantern. Just get ready for that. Uh, Alan Scott, by the way, I kind of hope they just update his whole character because the last time any of us ever saw Alan Scott as far as a Green Lantern character, he was running around with a red shirt on. Um, his, he did have the power ring. Uh, he had on like a yellow cape, 
And his only vulnerability was anything made of wood. Just like, say, Groot went up to Alan Scott, that would be game over. Alan Scott's Green Lantern couldn't do anything to Groot. Uh, a DC character would be like Solomon Grundy, since he's made it mostly of swamp and swamp matter. A lot of that's wood. He would he would really have a big trouble trying to deal with Solomon Grundy. Grundy. So there there are notables that were left out of the Green Lantern Corps uh, series, and of course they're John Stewart, Hal Jordan, and Kyle Rayner. These three, which is really the top three as far as Green Lantern fans or just superhero fans are concerned, are your top three Green Lanterns. We're still really hoping for a John Stewart um, Green Lantern, just because I've always felt he was the coolest. Um, Hal Jordan being the really the first one for me to really you know see in a comic book, and then Kyle Rayner was just that guy that was just kind of stuck. Like, oh, there's a new Green Lantern. Oh, and it's Kyle. Screw you, Kyle. So, but that's coming about. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be some Sinestro. There's going to be involvement with the other rings, the Red Lanterns. Um, I love the Red Lanterns. If, if you were to give me a choice of power ring, it would be give me the red one. I just, I, I'm angry all the time anyway. And let's go. You know? I can use my anger to fuel a ring any any time I needed to. So that's that would be me. Hey, go ahead and tweet me and say which one you would be best at. Which power ring would you have the best skills to wield? Mine's probably not willpower. Just saying, I pass a bowl of Lay's potato chips and it's over with. Just 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 done. From there, we're going to go to Black Adam. So the story seems to be shaping up. We have some rumors and such going on with Black Adam, but the story seems to be shaping up, at least to me, that it's going to be Black Adam versus the uh, Justice Society, which the early formation of the of the Justice League. Um, so it's going. The Justice Society is going to have uh, Rothstein, I believe that's. Oh no, excuse me. You ever read something wrong because your handwriting sucks? Al Rothstein. <laughs> Rothstein. <laughs> Al Rothstein's going to play Adam Smasher. Ugh. Uh, last time we saw Adam Smasher, he was in the Arrowverse, and he wasn't really that scary at all, or anything at all. It was like a half an episode. Oh, it's the Adam Smasher. Oh, he's gone. Uh, we're also going to get Carter Hall, a.k.a. Hawkman, and uh, that's going to be played by Aldous Hodge. And we're also hearing that Dr. Fate, yeah, the gold-domed uh, psychic magic everything dude, he's, he's going to be in this movie along with Cyclone. So your Justice Society is going to be Adam Smasher, Dr. Fate, and Cyclone. We're hearing rumors that um, Sabacc is going to be an ultimate baddie in the Black Adam-style universe, or the Shazam universe, which also is connected to the Justice League universe. So they're actually still connecting things together, even though the title, of course, is uh, DC's Extended Universe. Um, Sabak, by the way, if you don't know, he's basically the reverse Shazam. 
uh, Shazam being, you know, they're Hercules, Atlas, Zeus, uh, Solomon. You basically you name the gods or, uh, or specific beings that Shazam's getting his power from. Mercury. I forget what the other A is. Um, but anyway, you put that all together, and that's what creates his powers. Um, Sabak is the same thing, except it's like Satan, Beelzebub, Asmodeus, um, Aim, uh, Belial. The, the names, some of these names I've never heard of before, except for, you know, the couple of comics that Sabak has been in that I've read. I know there's more than a couple, but... Anyway, he's the super bad guy. The culmination of all the badness is Sabak. So, um, it's not really counted as, as Shazam's, or Captain Marvel, is uh, Ultimate Foe. It is Black Adam, but there is another big bad working in the midst. I don't know if at the end of this, a whole uh, Shazam family thing get together that Black Adam takes his chair there at the end. Uh, like we saw at the end of the Shazam movie. I would kind of like to go ahead and just keep him as a bad guy. But that's just me. So, but that's the update on that. So if you're happy to hear about Hawkman or Dr. Fate, those were the two that really, when I heard about it, I was like, okay, cool. Even though I would have liked it to have been Hawk Girl. Carter Hall has always been, well, an ass, pretty much. So, but he's in there. So we'll see what happens with the Black Adam movie. Moving on to Marvel, everybody. That's right. We've got Marvel news and some not news and some rumors and some. Let's just get into it. Spider-Man 3. All right. So rumors abound on Spider-Man 3. Um, Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are coming back. Because Jamie Foxx is coming back to ha be Electro. You remember him in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, the Andrew Garfield vehicle. He also said on Instagram that, No! Electro will not be blue this time. I do hope that they don't go too much like the comic book character on how he looks. I just can't see Jamie Foxx rolling around a uh, a movie set wearing a a Nerf, what would look like a Nerf starfish shaped out of lightning bolts on its face. I I can't I I don't want to see that. So please let's. I mean, sure, yeah, work in the color yellow, work in the color green. In some kind of updated costume, but Electro's costume back in the day is like is the whoever made that didn't love him at all. They just they just wanted him to look bad. Um, Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield. By the way, Sony as of like October seventeenth or sixteenth or something, where along that lines, have have said that neither actors are under contract right now. So. The rumors that they were going to be a part of the Spider-Verse and show up, and also now an added rumor that Emma Stone's coming to be Spider-Gwen, but it should be from a total different place than Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man uh, series, because she died. In case you haven't seen the seri that, that those couple of movies, she died. So, um, but Emma Stone is Spider-Gwen... 
they're saying that as well. These are all rumors, and none of them have been confirmed. And I have a little bit of trouble um, feeding all of that into this movie. Maybe the next movie? Because maybe Doctor Strange just introduces the multiverse in this movie, and they don't really get a whole lot of uh, bonus or derivative from it. Maybe that's what happens, because you remember at the end of Far From Home, it was J.K. Simmons, which, by the way, was not his only time of playing J. Jonah Jameson, um, but J.K. Simmons, they're basically saying he's coming after Spider-Man, um, he's going to get this vigilante, he's a menace, and this, that, and what have you. I thought immediately right then we were going to see... J. Jonah Jameson go to somebody that's maybe already been in a particular Spider-Man film and say, I would like for you to build the Spider-Slayers. So, I mean, we know Doctor Strange is going to be in the movie. We, we of course, know MJ is going to be in the movie. We, we, we know that Holland is going to be all over the place. I'm not sure if we're going to see... Um, Anybody else from the from the MCU right now currently in this? But Doctor Strange and Spider-Man teaming up in a movie, that's going to be enough character as, as it is. And then working in the payoff from J. Jonah Jameson from the Far From Home. You And, also, and by the way, Jamie Foxx, yeah, again, he's been confirmed. So you have all of these characters that you have to give scream time to, and then you're going to work in Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Emma Stone. In the, in the same movie, I, I can't see that happening next. I could see that happening uh, after uh, the Spider-Verse or whatever, you know, the Doctor, the Spider-Man Multiverse of Madness Track 2 or whatever the movie is going to be called. I, I can see that being part of, like, Spider-Man 4 and opening up. I can't see it as part of this one. I just I just can't. I'm sorry, guys. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'll be totally wrong, and this, isn't, this is going to all happen, and they're going to find a way to fit the bill and have the screen time to be able to have Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, Emma Stone, J.K. Simmons, Benedict Cumberbatch, Jamie Foxx, and all the other Flash and MJ and everybody else and Aunt May. We're going to find scream time for everybody. This movie is going to be like six hours long if they if they try to do that with this movie. Like six hours long. Unless somebody just gets, oh, bye, there, they, hey, there went Andrew Garfield. Did you see him? Oh, hey, it's Toby McGuire. Did you see him? I mean, they could sneak them in like the multiverse or whatever and have like Tobey Maguire not play Spider-Man. That would that would that would piss a lot of people off. But what if he was like an older version of Uncle Ben or a different version, not older. Like a multiverse version of Uncle Ben. Oh, hey, there's Uncle Ben. And it's Tobey Maguire. Oh. There's going to be so many sighs in the movie theater if that's how Tobey Maguire makes his return to the Spider-Verse. Is he's a multiverse version of Uncle Ben? It would have been cool, except we got offered cooler 
right? We got offered something better and by rumors and what have you. And then, no, mm-mm, it's not it. Man, that would be sad. So if I had to lay my guess, again, it would be um, J. Jonah Jameson bringing out the Spider Slayers and that being a feeder into the possible Spider-Verse happening with Spider-Man 4. That would be my guess. Now, whether I'm right, whether the rumors are right, there are so many rumors going on with Spider-Man 3 that, you know, connect the dots, okay? Just just try, because it's really, really, really hard to try, to connect everything. Um, but that's, that's what I think. Uh, moving on from that, uh, three days ago, four days ago, uh, Shang-Chi has, uh, has finished filming. So it's it's wrapping up on the uh, the Ten Rings. Uh, we'll finally get to see the Mandarin, which, by the way, uh, the Mandarin is taking the place of of Shang Chi's actual nemesis, which is his dad, I believe. It's his dad who also is after the Ten Rings of Power, but since his dad was named Fu Manchu in the comic books, and that's um, might be a little insensitive, buddy. Might be. They went ahead and went with the Mandarin there, seeing as how Guy Pierce and Iron Man 3 and really made the Mandarin, well, really pissed us off. How about that? Pissed us off with the whole Iron Man 3 thing. So we do get to see the Mandarin actually on the silver screen. It'll be, it'll come out after... The Eternals. I think right now the list goes Black Widow, which may introduce the Red Hulk, by the way, everybody. Just might. So are the first inkling that the Red Hulk could be a thing. Um, then, of course, the Eternals, which I'm really not looking forward to. I, I, have, I have never got into... This is like few... Little bits of, of comics that I, I don't get into, and the Eternals are one of them. I could literally give a damn. Like, that would be all I would give. I could have that comic if I say damn. All right. Damn. But that's really the only way I could actually get interested in the Eternals. There's going to be a lot of background information, a lot of things kind of forming the universe, and all the blah, 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 blah. I just want to get past the Eternals. I'm not not even re- remotely excited about anything involving the Eternals. Just not. Um, and then after the Eternals, then we'll get uh, Shang-Chi and uh, the Ten Rings of Power, or whatever the movie's called. I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with that. And, so, and also so that we don't start off with talking about Power Rings and the Green Lantern and end with... Uh, talking about uh, the Ten Rings of Power uh, here, I, I do have some extra, extra news because Moon Knight is coming to Disney+. Plus. Um, it's not going to be here anytime soon. We're still waiting on the Falcon and the Winter Soldier and the other, every the reason, all the reasons why we all picked up Disney+, Plus and we're still waiting on them. They um, haven't came to fruition yet as far as appearing they're they're filming things are happening they're just not there yet um by the way falcon and winter soldier somebody please god please please god 
give Zemo a pleated purple mask. Please. I always thought that was a cool mask as a kid. By the way, message from your future. Yeah, this is after I actually recorded this. I'm going to go ahead and let you in on a little secret. Right there and then, I had one of the biggest sneezes I've ever had in my entire life. Yes, in the middle of podcasting. And so, I sneezed so badly that it threw me off. Now back to, um, well, I want to move on to subjects because, yeah, that happens. Um, so, with that, we're, we're, we're getting Moon Knight to get back to where I was because I wasn't where I was and now I'm I'm where I am Uh, Moon Knight will be played by Oscar Isaac Oscar Isaac Poe and also Apocalypse Poe good Apocalypse bad so maybe we're catching as far as um, you know just sci-fi nerds by the way he's also in Dune so this may be the bad because what it would end up being Poe good Apocalypse bad or wait was Apocalypse before Poe I'm going to go with Poe, Apocalypse, Bad, and then he's playing a character in Dune, which I'm excited for. Um, and then, uh-oh, Moon Knight. So if, we're do- if, it, if it was the same thing we would use for the Cam Newton rules, which is good Cam, bad Cam, as far as years to pick him up in fantasy or what have you, then this might be bad. I just actually just defeated myself right here, right now, with the microphone on my head. Just gave myself the full defeat. Oscar Isaac could definitely play an excellent Moon Knight. And for those that don't know, Moon Knight is basically Marvel's Batman, except a little bit crazier because he gets all his information and news and what to do from talking to the moon. And it's a, it's a, oh, and he, he also doesn't mind killing people. Those are the basic differences between Moon Knight and and Batman. Um, Moon Knight uh, also, um, besides being crazy and besides you know not minding covering himself in the blood of his enemies, um, you get a ongoing theme with most of the comics where you're not quite sure if he's crazy or he's pretending to be crazy. Like it's just all a giant act, or he is actually crazy. You're n- you're never, at least I never was sure, uh, reading the comics if Moon Knight was that crazy, or if he was just pretend. Because every time you were sure, like, oh no, never mind, he is nuts. Then he would do something or say something in one of the panels that would make you go, or not. Damn it, or not. By the way, my perfect pick and who I just wanted to play Moon Knight was not, of course, Oscar Isaac. Uh, Keanu Reeves, just please. And, and go ahead, for me, if you're, if you're not going to do that, then have him play Constantine as far as in the, the DCEU. I know, I know, I know he's not blonde, British, or whatever. I really, this is an admittance, even though it wasn't severely comic book accurate, I really did enjoy Keanu Reeves' Constantine movie. I don't know, is there a, is there a self-help place that I can go to? Is is there a, a, a meetings where we all gather and go, Hi, I'm Colby Sapp and I liked Constantine the movie? Is, it, is there a place? Because I, I, I really did. 
I really enjoyed it. And even if it had a young Shia LaBeouf as a taxi cab driver, I I enjoyed the movie. I really did. So if you're going to have Keanu Reeves come back and do something, do that. Do that. It'll take off because now everything that Keanu Reeves turns into gold. Just gold. So I believe that's it. I believe you're updated. I believe you now know what's going on in the world of comic book movies. Of course, if anything else pops up or I find anything else, I'll start adding it to it to make you another podcast. With the same name, it'll just be a different episode. So it'll be another mystery gun. Mystery gun. Mystery shotgun. Mystery gun. I could have just comboed it together. It would have been fine. We would have been all right. That's going to do it for this episode of the Mystery Shotgun. I am your host, Colby Sapp, and I will see you later. Whiskey!